Blog Talk Radio. Let's go. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is Purpose Kingdom host, Minister Justin Third, and this is the Healing Hour. I'm so happy to be with you on this evening because we have a special guest and a special time. But you know how this goes. You know we have to do the and at first, I want to make sure that you guys know that we are on blogtalkradio.com slash Purpose Kingdom, and the number is 319-527-6091. That is 319-527-6091. And I want you guys to call in if you have questions, if you have comments, if you have just something on your heart that you want to share Give us a call. I'm going to give you that number one more time. It is 319-527-6091, and this is the healing hour. Now, we are getting into our motivational scripture for the evening, and that scripture is, we're going to go to Deuteronomy 16, and I'm going to start at 12, and I'm going to stop at 14. And Deuteronomy 16, starting at 12, says, And thou shalt remember that thou wast a bondman in Egypt, and thou shalt observe and do these statutes. Thou shalt observe the Feast of Tabernacles seven days after that, Thou hast gathered in thy corn and thy wine, and thou shalt rejoice in the feast, thou and thy sons and thy daughter, and thy man and thy manservant, and thy maidservant, and the Levite, and the stranger, and the fatherless, and the widow that are within thy gates. All right, guys, we are entering into a joyous occasion. We are entering into the Feast of Tabernacles. I don't know about y'all, but when I found out that the Lord had been set aside for us to celebrate, I was so happy and so excited. Why was I excited? Because I understood that those holidays that are being celebrated on December 25th and uh, Easter and, and, and all these different events, I knew that they were of the world. They were man-made. And I just had to see if God set time aside for us to celebrate to have a good time, to spend time with our families, but also to spend time with him. So when I found out that God had days that we're supposed to celebrate, I took them serious. And I said, I'm going to enjoy them. And I'm going to enjoy them way more than what I did on the world's days. And right now we are stepping into the Feast of Tabernacles. And this specific feast is about God's church. This specific feast is about dwelling with him. The Bible says 
that Jesus will tabernacle or he tabernacled with us. He became the temple. And if you understand the way the tabernacle works, he became a high priest. He became my sacrificial lamb. He became my holy place. And he is now in the holies of holies interceding for us. And it's all about what God did what Christ did for us and what he's going to do. Isn't that something to celebrate what Christ did for us, what God did for us, and what he's going to do? That is something that we should take serious and celebrate. All right. Now, our our evangelism tip for the evening. You know we do an evangelism tip every time we have on a show. The last time I talked about live stream, and that is a way for you guys to get uh, a lot of your services online without having to use multiple streaming stations. Live stream would allow you to do YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook all at one time. Now, the next thing I want to talk to you about is Christian apps. Now a lot of people are like, why should I? Why should I? Why should I get an app, especially website or I use Facebook or Instagram? I want you to think this. A lot of times, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube. Um, some of us have TikTok, and we're so scattered with all our uh, apps. If we had one app that allows others to search everything and everything in one area for your church because there is a Christian app system called Go App. I'm going to say it again, a Christian app system called Go App. You press the button, you press the app, all of a sudden everything that follows with the church, whether it's your website, your Instagram, your Facebook, your TikTok, whatever you use, uh, your YouTube page will be right there. Your Bible studies, uh, your PayPal, your cash app, um, whatever recordings you may have, whatever special videos or sales or readings, all are on one system that everybody can follow. It's just a thought. You're you're going to be paying for streaming services. You're going to be paying for websites. You might as well get one housing system for all of your streaming needs, all right? So as the church evolves, we have to evolve too. We can't stay back, in, you know, where we were because that is not being progressive, and God wants us to be fruitful and multiply. He wants us to prosper. And if we're not willing to grow, we're not multiplying. All right? If we're con- content with staying where we are, we're not doing what God has called us to do, which is being fruitful. So we have to figure out how to grow, especially in these times of a pandemic where people may not be able to leave the house. These items are necessary for the church. God bless you. And now we to the guest. Uh, this young lady has, um, I've known for a few years now. Uh, she came into church super quiet, uh, extremely observant, um, sat in the back, 
and she um, she was sitting on a few gifts, and nobody knew all the gifts and abilities that she had because she was sitting and quiet and sitting in the back. And you know how our church works. We don't let nobody sit too long quiet, and we don't let nobody sit too long in the back. We start pulling it. So um, we found out that not only does she have a very bold and strong personality, and she's just such, um, you know, she's working in the vineyard and doing well with evangelism and everything else, but she had the gift of blowing, the anointing of blowing the shofar. And uh, I'm speaking to you with, um, and I'm in, I, I guess I'm introducing to you our sister, Annette. And Annette, are you with me? Yes, I am. All right, I hope you didn't get scared by that introduction because I tried to lay it on super thick. <laughs> I heard. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. So, Annette, um, we have been exploring our fall feast. Um, we um, Monday we had an awesome time in the Lord um, with uh, with our uh, feast of uh, atonement. And then the Saturday, the Sabbath before, the Saturday before, we celebrated our Feast of Trumpets. And this weekend, we are doing our Feast of Tabernacle. And one thing that all of these feasts have in common is the traditional blowing of the shofar. And it's so necessary that we uh, talk about the shofar because um, none of these feasts or even Sabbaths or high Sabbaths begin without the blowing of the shofar. All right. So um, first, just introduce yourself. Let everybody know who you are. And if you can, um, just give us, you know, a quick testimony how you came to the church uh, where you are now, uh, just tell a little bit about yourself. Well, hi. Well, y'all know my name is Annette. Um, I was originally brought up in church, but I did leave at a very young age, and I vowed never to go back to church. Uh, <laughs> I didn't like it. But there was always this calling for me to return. Mm. And I work at the same airline as my own pastor, and he was always trying to win souls. And um, he invited me to church one day. But, well, you know what? I would, I would give it a shot. Let's see, did anything change from what I last remember about church and ch- church folks? And to my surprise, it was a... Uh, very friendly environment, very warming, and it made me think my my views of church changed, as you would say. Mm-hmm. It gave me a more of a positive outlook, and he always wanted a shofar, so one of the members 
had bought a shofar to church for him. And it set their Sabbath at the Sabbath. And I asked him, I said, how come you never blow it? He says, I don't know how. <laughs> and that's when he passed it off to me. He's like, you want it? And I was like, uh, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> but, <Wow. laughs> you know, something in my spirit was like, take it, go for it. And I did. And it was very challenging at first. I was like, Laura, why did you give me this? Why did you give me this assignment? And as I began to pray about it, I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, if this is what you want me to do, could you please teach me how to play? And before you know it, I can make different sounds. Wow. Now, um, you have studied, you didn't just pick it up and just start playing. Like, you really studied the history of the shofar, what it means, the purpose of it. So if you could just share a little insight on uh, the shofar to kind of help others and us understand what it's about or what what its purpose is. Well, the significance of the shofar is uh, is the sound of the presence of God. And it's also a sound that is used for outcry when you're crying out, when you need God to intervene. Wow. So now when I'm blowing the shofar, I'm trying to usher in the presence of the Lord. Wow. Now, I, I know you, so I know you took... I know you took it very serious when you decided to, um, you know, take on this challenge. How challenging was it? Like how, 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 how difficult was it to just kind of like understand the significance of what you were doing? Well, honestly, it took me a while because I would actually look up YouTube videos and Google certain stuff and what I found is that everybody had their opinion about it. Mm-hmm. So I had to like really study, look for scriptures that support certain things that was being said. Um, trying to keep separate what God said versus what man do as tradition. Wow. When when you really started dissecting, uh, you know, as far as what was man's opinion versus what God said, can can you tell me some of the different things that was opinions versus? Well, um, one of the biggest controversies was uh, which horn should you be blowing? You have the famous Kadu horn, which is the long ones you see a lot of the rabbis used on the service, and you have the ram's horn. Mm. And when you read the scripture, it normally says trumpet, but when you go deeper to studies, you see that the word trumpet means horn, and is normally referring to the ram's horn. 
and not the Kadu. Wow. So is there like a significance in both or is it really about the Rams heart? Well, I like to be in order, so <laughs> if the <laughs> Lord's word says Rams horn, then I will go, so you go, go with more the towards horn. <laughs> yes, I will go with the Rams horn. <laughs> it's just that simple. Just that simple. God said Rams horn. We play the Rams horn. So, um, as far as like like um blowing it. What are some of the techniques that you had to check out? What are some of the things that you really had to uh, study, like, and focus on when you did it? Well, first is the um, the four traditional sounds. Uh-huh. Um, you have shivering, which is three blasts, and that normally calls for repentance when it's being blown. Uh, then wow. you have the terua which is an alarm sound and is normally used for when a war is about to start. And that's like nine short staccato sounds. And then you have takia, which is a call to worship, which is a long blast. Then you have takia gadola, which is the great blast. That's very extra long. You hold it until you can't hold it no more. Okay. Is it, is it possible to get a couple demonstrations in the process? <laughs> I'm sorry, I know, but when you say all these terms, I'm like, man, I want to know what each of them sound like. And, I mean, I don't know if you know, but like, this is like really cool to me um, because we know that. It definitely means to usher in the presence of God. I mean, the the there were so many powerful things that happened when with when the trumpet is sounded. Um, you know, they talk about like walls, like literal city walls came down from trumpet sounds and uh the 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 heavens opened up with the trumpet sounds and, you know, so this trumpet thing is big, and it's always cool. You know how God always has a tendency of making a earthly example, of giving us an earthly example of what it's going to be like either in heaven or in the time to come. So, you know, this trumpet is so significant. So you said there were... It was a war cry, a call to worship, uh, a call to God. Can we get some examples of some of the cries that you were talking about? Um, okay, but I'm fairly new to the Rams horn. Okay. Because as I said, I was studying, so certain sounds I cannot make on the ram horn just yet. Okay. So these sounds will be coming from the famous Kadu horn. Okay. Okay. Um, First one up, this is Takia, which is called to worship and called to your attention to get the people's attention. (laughs) 
that is Takia, Shivering, Three Blasts, Repentance. Then you have Tarua, which is the alarm sound. And then it's the Takia Godola. I can hold it longer, but that's just for a demonstration. <laughs> wow. Like, you, do you realize how powerful those sounds are? Like, it, it, it's amazing, first of all, because you really took the time and studied and, and really took it serious, especially when Pastor gave you a challenge to take this thing serious. You, you really did it. And, and secondly, those sounds really usher in the presence of God. Like, we've been there. We've seen how a sound from heaven like that will really uh, transform an entire room. And and I just want, you know, your perspective, because you've, you know, blowing this trumpet, blowing this horn, you saw things happen. You saw a shift in the atmosphere. What is that like? <laughs> At first, it was like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> but as I, you know, I spiritually matured, it's like, okay, Lord, I see what's happening in the spiritual realm. You know, what sounds would you like me to blow? Wow. No. So you really, yeah, right, I'm sorry, but you really had to, you really, when, before you, because I know you do it every Sabbath, you know, before we start our Sabbath service and, and, and before every feast experience, you blow the horn. So you really pray and ask God what sound you're going to blow before uh, we have service. Uh, yes, it's about the wow. Lord's glory. Wow. You know, a lot oh, of people, I, I believe a lot of people just think you get up there and you blow what you want. There are times where the Lord's like, no, I don't want you to blow that sound. Wow. And this is like, for those who are listening, for those who are listening to this show, I want you to understand how powerful. Uh, this is, and the fact that, um, you know, our sister Annette, she takes it so serious. Um, the, the trumpet sound is so powerful. It is acting as the voice or the introduction of God with us. So for those who are listening, I, I want you to see and just admire how serious she's taking every step from praying before she blows the sound to getting a word from God to even move on a particular, uh, you know, sound and, and, and how uh, there is an anointing shift. And I'm, I've experienced firsthand there is an anointing shift when she begins to blow that trumpet 
Uh, and that I wanted to know as far as um, what are some of the personal things that you had to do to be prepared to blow uh, the trumpet? Because there were some changes that you made. There there was some real serious, like, you know, levels and life changes that you really stepped into when you took this this call. So what are some of the things you had to do to really be prepared uh, mentally, physically, emotionally? What, what things that you had to do to prepare for this call? Um, Stay focused was number uh-huh. one because I am easily distracted. And, you know, since the shofar does bring in the presence of the Lord, you know, you have to remember that he's holy and he's clean, and you don't want to be in his presence filthy. So it's also wow. making sure that, you know, I repent for whatever I have done. I have forgiveness for people who have hurt me because I don't want to, you don't want to usher in the presence of the Lord and you're filthy. Mm. Wow. Um, and also. And, go ahead. Keep go ahead. No, go ahead. Now, I, I was just going to ask, like, um, you know, did it require a lot of fasting, a lot of praying? Like, what was that experience? Well, to understand the calling, uh-huh. did take some praying and fasting. But most most of the time, praying because I honestly did not understand Although I was looking at videos, I did not understand spiritually mm-hmm. what the calling truly was. And the more I understand the significance of it, the more I'm more in tune with it, the more I'm worrying about it as God gets the glory. Because when you, when you get up there, well, when I get up there, it's like all eyes on me. <laughs> And it makes me nervous. It's like, oh, my God, they are, they're looking at me, and it becomes more so focusing on the people and how right. I feel at the moment and not the glory of the Lord. Wow. Well, let me tell you this. As, as much as you heard me preach, and I'm preaching all the time, I, I'll preach before I do what you do. <laughs> <laughs> I will preach all day long before I get up there and do what you do I, because it takes a certain level of anointing. And I've heard people blow the show far. I've, I've heard people try and, and do it, and it was just a sound. But with you, you're the first person I've actually seen an anointing for it. You know, uh, I've been trying to get you on the show for a long time. <laughs> and you finally said yes. And and I'm just grateful because, you know, a lot of churches, you know, even if they wanted someone to blow the show for like not too many people have someone who's anointed to do it. And you're a blessing to the ministry. Uh, you're a blessing to just the body. And, and 
we really appreciate what you bring uh, to just our ministry. You know, you, you really, we don't start without you. And we, we don't, we don't get uh, into a spirit of worship without, without what you do. So we, I just want to let you know that we appreciate you. We really do. Um, even when you ask me a million and one questions after Bible study. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you know what? I do, I do about um, something because there are some things that, you know, you and I talk about a lot. Uh, we, we talk about just, um, we, we talk about just this uh, spiritual realm and seeing uh, being in the spirit and walking in the spirit and, and just um, a, a interceding uh, foresight or what, and, and there is a component of being in constantly having to uh, see yourself in a spiritual realm when you're blowing uh, shofar and, and like. It's not just like uh, I'm just getting up here and I prayed and and God told me what to do. No, you are literally in the spirit. Um, I know that you talked about how it felt when you see the transformation of others when you blow. But what is it like for that transformation to be on you? Oh, it's it's tough. (laughs) (laughs) Is 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 <laughs> I can't even explain it, and it's like is is a big responsibility. Like is a um scripture, and it says that you know the watchmen on the wall, they sound the alarm, which is a shofar to let you know what danger's coming. And if you don't sound the alarm, you know, and the people get hurt, is on you because you didn't sound the alarm. And, you know, I think wow. about that every time I play. Like, if I don't play the right sound or if this don't come out correctly, like, that burden is going to be on me, that I didn't wow. do what I was supposed to do. Mm. And, and you know, people don't really think, like, okay, they just, oh, she just blowed it. Like, they don't really think that this is a spiritual thing. Like, they don't. They don't understand, uh, you know, how how much it takes to do what you do. Now, we talked about, um, you know, just the process, but what are some of the joys? What are some of the just the, the pleasantries that, that comes with this call? Um, I think it um. It showed me some characters that I had that I didn't realize. Like one okay. of one of which is patient. Because to learn things about the shofar and its significance. Uh, it is <laughs> is amazing. And for me, it's just like sometimes I feel like it's too much of a high calling for me because, like you said, I'm quiet. I like to sit in the back. I'm 
that's very well then. So with the show far it taught me patience. It um actually sometimes when I'm afraid or I, if I feel like I'm in warfare, I blow it. So mm. Yeah. And that comforts me. And oh, so you just got it all to yourself. I, it has a good <laughs> <laughs> personal Oh, wow. So you just, you just got it all to you. No, but I, I'm so excited, especially, you know, you, Hello, I can't hear you. Are you still there? Oh, anxiety. And you talked about how, uh, you know, you kind of battle within yourself. So having that, um, having something God-given, having a God-given gift to pull you through has to be an amazing experience. Um, Has have other people ever uh, talked to you about uh, a transformation that's happened to them, you know, when you blow the uh, shofar? Um, I hear some people say they feel a shock in their spirit. Wow. Um, others may say the atmosphere change. Right. But um, I believe the issue is is that, you know, when when you're the shofar blower and you're blowing these sounds, the people have to understand the sounds that's being blown. Or it just feels like it's being blown for no reason. Mm. And you can't receive the spiritual message because you don't understand what's going on. Wow. Uh, and, and I know for you, when you stand up, you actually tell us, hey, this is what I'm blowing. This is what I'm doing. This is why I'm doing it. And, and you know, there's been times where I know, and, and I know it's, you know, God really being bold with you because there's been times you say, you know, my spirit feels warfare. Matter of fact, let's talk about that then. Can see? We might, as well, we might as well go ahead and talk about that. There was a time when you were in church. It was right before service, and Pat gave you the And he said, my spirit feels warfare. And you began to blow um, that do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do thing. And, <laughs> all right, so what... What transition, what did you see? How did you feel? Like, how did that even happen? And some things just get dropped in your spirit. Well, it just get dropped in my spirit. And there are times where I I was quiet about it because, like I said, I didn't understand in the beginning. But now it's like, you know, you have to be bold. Uh And when I'm blowing the tarot, it's like, there would be clapping, you excited, but in myself, I'm like, this is not for excitement. I'm warning you. The enemy is coming. Right. The enemy is at your door. Pray, prepare, whatever you do, get get in God's face. This is what right. I'm blowing it for. Wow. I, I mean, 
I, I think, like I said, I've never seen nobody do what you do, especially like like you explain the show far. You just don't say it. Like you, you let us know what's going on, and um, you know, like I said, you you not only let us know what's going on, but we feel what what you're projecting. Now, were you always this like? Where did this boldness come from? <laughs> like, well, number one, you just always tell me you need more boldness than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you went from back to the church to starting the church off. Where did boldness come from? How did he even get here? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. That was the Lord's doing because if I had my way, I would still just be sitting in the back quiet. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, uh-uh, nope. We got to, um, first thing we got to do is we, we got to get you to come up. We, we got to figure out how to make you, you come in closer. And and I, I believe that that's the, the, the next step. You know, we're, we're definitely stepping, you know, we're moving up. And, and I know how how our church experience has has been so awesome, you know, just these last, you know, few months. Um, yes. And you, and I, and I just want to ask you, um, what are you seeing? What What do you feel that that God is doing next? Like whether it be in church, whether it be in the spirit, you know. Because I know that the trophor, the shofar is a warning. It is also uh, it, it's, it's a directive. What do you see? What is God putting in your spirit uh, for things that are coming up? Um, good question. Honestly, I do not know, but I do know the more people that come to God, the stronger the warfare because the enemy does not like that. So I just want to say I don't know, but give an answer like that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, but the more people that are coming to God, the stronger the attack. Woman, you said a word. Um. But but you said you said a, a, a right word. This I, I know you've seen it. I've know I know you you see you see what we all see that people are coming to God like never before. Like they they are coming in drones. They are not coming knowing church. They're not coming educated about the Bible. They just coming. They just know that another way than what they've been seeing so far. Like something got to be different, and and that with the drones of people coming in and and changing their lives and seeing Christ, the attack is getting bigger. I mean, look at yeah. the world. Look at this pandemic. Look at our government system. Look, look at just how people are just more frustrated and on edge and 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 really just hurting. Like, like right now, you know, people are angry, 
and, and rightfully so. Like, there's some lives that have been changed forever within the past six to eight months, and they may never see their lives the same again. And and here we are, like, well, we're offering people Jesus and we're offering help, but what we don't sell is we don't sell the, the cookie-cutter dream is that all of a sudden, as soon as you get saved, everything is going to be okay. And, and I think that's, you know, how honest we have to be. When you decide to take on the mantle and have the relationship with Jesus Christ, prepare yourself for a bigger fight. But at least yeah. you know that after this fight, there's a reward. Because either way, we fight it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either way we go get either way we're gonna fight. I need to know that after this fight I'm gonna win. Um so so uh, I asked you uh where do you see us but um where do you see like, you know, some of the growth within you? Like where do you see God doing in you? Um Especially with everything that's going on in the world, what is your journey like? Um, the Lord is definitely removing the spirit of fear from me because I'm not as fearful, and that was a big one for me. Wow. Okay. Wow. Well, I, I'm gonna tell you this, and I'm not going, not scaring you because I know how you are. But um, I, I believe that, and if you can, you know, let me know, but I, I believe that um, the chauffeur, you know, the more you do it, the next step is uh, blowing the chauffeur in the prophetic. Oh, I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> see, I don't know about that one. I, I just see that 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 is that 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 next component, that next step, blowing the shofar in the prophet. And I know you probably, I know you studied it, and I know, but yeah, you're there, still laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why should I laugh? <laughs> That's a hard word you put in the atmosphere. Oh, <laughs> uh, why, why, why not? Why not? You didn't did everything else, and and I know I'm not saying nothing that you didn't hear before. So we might as well just get on up there. We might as well just get on up there because that's that's the next level. The next level. So, you know, even like all the like even um, you know the prophet uh, Samuel blew the shofar. The, the, you know, um, I believe Aaron blew the shofar, uh, even though he he was in a lot of trouble all the time. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but most of the Levites did. In the temple. Yeah, most of the Levites did. 
And what I found very, very crazy was is that um that the the shofar, you know, they didn't enter into the tabernacle without the shofar. They didn't um they they didn't uh, start or they didn't end without the shofar. So so like these these are some key things. It's like it, it, it's like you can't cook without a salt and pepper type situation. <laughs> but but right now, okay, so we are at the uh nine forty five mark and every time we have a show uh, we uh do what is called the call to salvation. And this is where um we we introduce someone uh to Christ. You know, what's the point in talking about all these different things? If it, at the bottom line, it's not all about Jesus. Uh so you know, there's someone listening right now and they're like, Man, you know, they're talking about pulling the shofar and they're talking about um entering into the presence of God and how uh, you know, you said you overcame fear, you 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 found your love for church again. You found your love for being in the presence of God around people again. And and that is such a big deal. So when when you said that there's somebody else out there, I guarantee you there is somebody else out there who say, Yo, I'm I ain't back to church no more and then they might get an invitation and, and they're contemplating, should I go, should I go, should I should I watch it, you know, should I you know, go to the Facebook Live or the Instagram or YouTube or should I should I you know, enjoy the Zoom service, whatever the case may be. And they're debating going into the presence of God. And they may be sitting in the back. And they may be virtually sitting in the back too. And, or or they're not they're contemplating even sitting in the back. But either way, we're gonna pray for that person who wants to receive Christ as their personal savior. Um so for those who are listening, it is so easy. I mean, it is, it is it is a confession. It is a heartfelt confession. The Bible says, "Believe in your heart and confess with your mouth." So, so first thing we have to do is we have to um, acknowledge that we are sinners. Um, you know, we we have to acknowledge that that we have fallen short and and once we do that we we ask the lord to forgive us and and we then we then recognize that Jesus Christ died and rose for our sins and the last thing we do we ask him to come into our heart and be our savior so when we ask God to be our savior what we do is we say be Lord, be head over my life. And when you make that declaration, you are a part of the body of Christ, your family. And, you know, some of us, we may have this overwhelming experience. We, we may you know, cry and, and feel overjoyed, and, and there's a sense of uh, peace, and, uh, and there's a touch, you know, that happens. And some of us, we may not have that feeling, 
But don't you know whether you have that experience or you don't, your confession is what matters. And when you make that declaration, God is with you. Not only that, Jesus Christ is in your heart. And the Bible says when one person decides to receive Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, heaven throws a party. It says the angels rejoice, but it, but in my words, heaven throws a party. So right now, if you have received Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, heaven is partying for you. So we're going to pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for what you are doing. You are opening eyes, changing hearts. You are touching people, and you are touching people uh, who, who who may not understand everything, who, who may not get uh, just the full body experience of Christianity. But, God, you're preparing your people to talk to them, to teach them, to love them, to, to uh, you know, walk with them hand in hand. You are preparing your people to receive the harvest. So, God, I ask that you prepare those souls who have declared, declared you as their personal Savior. Talk to them, God. Direct them. Uh, keep them from fear, God. Give them boldness. Uh, Give them assurance. Let them know that it's going to be okay, that even though in this fight, you know, there will be bumps, there will be bruises, there will be scars. But in the end, we win. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. Uh, Annette, before we close, uh, can you do me one favor and I just need you whatever the, the the spirit is telling you can you just give us one more sound before we wrap this show up all right and and then we are going to put it in the hands of our brother Rob but we're going to just hear the show for one more time you ready I'm ready all right, let's go. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. We praise you, God. We worship you, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Wow. All right. Thank you so much. You were a blessing. You were a joy tonight. Um. I'm so, like, grateful. And look at you, like, standing up and being bold and speaking up. And and you did it for almost an hour, too. Yeah, I did. I'm surprised. (laughs) (laughs) I told you you can do it. I told you. You got this. All right, Brother Rob, uh, can you give us the announcements, please, sir? Yes. Real quickly, I'll just jump on and do the announcements. And um, I just have to say, um, you know, just real briefly before I do the announcements, um, man, Sister Annette, amazing. Um, And one thing I have to remind everybody that's listening to us tonight, you know, when we hear something unusual and we hear a concept that's a little different, don't shoot the messenger. 
consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, just thank them that the message was delivered. And, um, you know, Sister Annette, I just want to, you know, thank you for coming on tonight and delivering that message. And uh, we, we just um, so much uh, supporting, you know, you and, and how, you, how you deliver God's message in this unique way, how he has blessed and, and gave you, you know, um, upon, you know, yourself, you know, the gift of, of delivering that message in your way, in your special way. We just thank you so much. And we uh, just praise God for this hearing just uniquely, you know, how we um, hear different messages. And with that being said, this is a product of Purpose Camp Network, and I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us tonight. And uh, no matter where in the world you're listening to us, we, we are so thankful and just grateful that you're listening to us and that you're sharing with friends and family members. We just thank you so much. So the correspondent with us here at Purpose Kingdom Network, you can correspond with us here at PurposeKingdomNet at gmail.com where you can send your comments, questions, concerns, you can simply say hello or just send a prayer request or just let us know that you turn your life over to Christ and we gladly celebrate that with everyone. Uh, also, we're on Facebook. We invite you to like us on our Facebook page where you can see our upcoming shows and advertisements. Uh, we greatly appreciate that for those that share, share with their friends and family members. Anytime you want to hear any of our past or previous broadcasts, you can go to www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. We can just simply just type in the show name or the host name, you can hear that show in its entirety and at your convenience, and we just thank you so much. And uh, well, God's will, God's blessing. We hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 8 p.m. hour for A Little Talk with Jesus, hosted by evangelist Trina Lindsay Harrison. And once again, with God's will, God's blessing, we hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour for A Little Talk with Jesus, hosted by Trina Lindsay Harrison. And uh, don't forget to tell a friend or family member, and you can rejoin us here tomorrow. If not online, or just via phone at uh, 319-527-6091. Also, as a reminder, I know we have, you know, certain listeners that have, uh, uh, you know, a message that you'd be charged one cent a minute. If, in fact, you'd be charged one cent a minute, we're not sure, but we also do have an option for you. You can download the Talkatone app at Google Play or the Apple Store free of charge, and that way you can make phone calls via Internet uh, with no charge to your telephone bill. We thank you so much, and we appreciate each and every one of you for joining us tonight. No matter where in the world you are, we just thank you so much and appreciate you. And tonight's show will be returned over to the hands of Reverend Arthur Burgess III, my good friend. Reverend Art, are you there? Okay, uh, it seems that we may be having some technical difficulties because um, right now on my end, I can't hear Reverend Arthur. All right, I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm sorry. Okay, there you go. Uh, cool, cool. Yeah, cool. I muted my line and then forgot I muted it. Okay, so uh, once again, like I said when I was on mute, that uh, Brother Rob, don't nobody do the announcements better than you. You bring those things in, sir. So uh, God bless you. And uh, thank you, Annette. I love you. I can't wait to see you this Sabbath. And uh, thank you for, you know, just sharing your gift with the world. 
Um, and for those who can and for those who will, this Saturday uh, we will have our regular Sabbath service. That is 12 p.m. Uh, and to, uh, that's starting at 12 p.m. And you can watch our services on uh, Facebook at, or Instagram at Verity uh, Outreach or uh, Verity uh, Outreach. Uh, and you can also check us out uh, that Saturday evening at 70, at 7 p.m. And we are located at... 200 West Fisher Street. I'm going to say that again. That is 200 West Fisher Street. Our morning service is 12 p.m. If you cannot come out, that is okay. You can watch us virtually at Verity Outreach on Facebook. And 7 p.m., we are entering into the Feast of Tabernacle. And if you want to have that feast experience with us, uh, you can 200 West Fisher Street or you can on Facebook or uh, Instagram at Verity Outreach. God bless you. Uh, Have a great night and can't wait to see you soon. Jesus bless. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never want to see me down, I will not lose. He saved me. 